It was a Thursday morning around 4.30 in the morning. And the Spirit of the Lord woke me up and he said, I want to talk to you. So I got up and I got my iPhone out and got my notes ready. And for about an hour, God began to speak to me. You see, the following week, we were going to a minister's conference and there's going to be around 1,500 ministers. And the Lord began to speak to me about the ministers that were going to attend. So I wrote down everything God told me and then I sent that letter through a, a text to the man who was in charge of that minister's conference. I wasn't scheduled to speak at the minister's conference, but I, the Lord said for me to send it to the man that was. And did you know that uh, one of the speakers who was scheduled to speak, I think he spoke like the second day. Ladies and gentlemen, word per word, he spoke exactly what the Spirit of God gave me. It was amazing. I sat there and I said, Lord, you told him exactly what you told me. It was confirming the word that God was saying to the 1,500 ministers that were attending. Now, I want to share with you what God said to me, and I want to share with you what that guest speaker said. If you're a minister of the gospel, if you're a leader of a ministry, you're thinking about going into the ministry, maybe you're a pastor, a teacher, a leader, um, whatever department you're in, in ministry, I really want you to pay attention. This is a powerful, powerful word that you're about to hear. I need to read it to you, so I want you to really listen. Um, the Spirit of the Lord said to me, he said, Rick, so many ministers that are attending the minister's conference, the enemy has been working on their mind. The enemy has been working on them through fear concerning their finances. Listen, he said many ministers, many pastors have fallen into the trap of the enemy, and this is the trap. How do we get more money into our ministry? Or how do we get more money into our church? Powerful statement. Satan has fed them lies. If you're thinking about how to get more money into your ministry, if you're spending time thinking how to get more money into your churches, be watchful. Listen, let me keep going here. Now I'm going to read you the thoughts that the Spirit of the Lord gave me as I was listening to him. Listen, this is what the lies are saying. This is what the ministers that were, that, that were attending were saying. I know what I will do. I will hold more meetings to raise more money. Wow, that's dangerous. Thinking, I know what I'll do. I'll hold more meetings to raise more offerings so I can get more money into my ministry. Ooh, that's dangerous. Or, or this, this is the second lie. Let's shorten our messages 
and let's spend more time sharing the vision of our ministry and then maybe the people will give money into our ministry. Wow, that's another lie of the enemy. Number three, he said, the Spirit of God said, many ministries are using their newsletters or their emails saying, let's shorten our message, let's stop ministering to our partners, and let's start sharing all the things we're believing for. Maybe they'll send us money to help us accomplish what we need. Now, everything that I just said, those three things, the Spirit of God said, these are the lies of the enemy. Then the Spirit of God said to me, Rick, ministers that are doing this have forgotten about Mark 11. Wow. Mark 11, 22 says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Have faith in God. See, when you stop having faith in God, you'll start looking for gimmicks. You'll start looking for ways to raise money. You'll start looking to ways to manipulate people to give into you. You'll start selling chicken dinners. My culture, you'll start selling tomales to raise money. Jesus said, have faith in God. Let me read verse 23. For verily I say unto you, this is what God is saying to us ministers, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast in the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Listen, if there's mountains of debt, if there's mountain of need in your life, Jesus said, speak to those things. Speak to the mountain. Speak to the needs. Don't speak to the people. Oh, very dangerous. When we begin to speak to people, hopefully they will give to us. That's what I call uh, the beggar blessing. People trying to use the blessing, but they're actually begging. Be watchful that you're not trying to uh, uh, con convey or convince the people to give to you. You should be ministering the gospel to them. If you meet their needs, if you have a word that ministers to people, they will sow into you, period. But if you don't have nothing to say, they'll never sow into you. I know that's heavy duty, but it's the truth. And that's straight from the Holy Ghost. Let me read verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, whatsoever you desire, Jesus said, we should be in prayer about that. Huh? I know you can hear me out there. And I'll tell you the truth, I have heard these lies before. These thoughts have come, have come to me before. You know, we send out a monthly newsletters to our partners and don't think those thoughts come to me. Man, I'm believing God for this. Maybe if I write an article, a really nice article, maybe the people will give to me. And the Spirit of God said, wait a minute. Why don't you write the article that I have for the people? Meet their needs first. Then I'll, I'll touch somebody to sow into you. And it happens all the time. All right, listen. Fourth, five things that we get out of these scriptures. Number one, have faith in God. Number two, say to the mountain, not to your partners. 
Number three, do not doubt. Don't doubt. Number four, believe you receive. And number five, forgive. You got to make sure you're forgiving. The Lord also said to me, do not go preach to get money. Don't have bookings to raise money. He says, no. He says, I will give you money to go preach. I was on a, me and my wife were on an airplane going to North Carolina. And we had money to buy a one-way ticket only. And we went and preached the gospel. We hold a three-day crusade. People got saved. People got delivered. While we were there, so much money came to us. We bought our round, we bought our ticket back home. I mean, the Lord blessed us. But God said, Rick, many people only go preach if they have money. Or they say this, well, what's in it for me? I'll go preach, but I need you to give me this much. Or I, I got to make sure that, I, that the offering is this much. This is how you know people's hearts. This is how you really know if somebody is in it for the money or, or is in it to meet people's needs. I never forget a good friend of mine, Matthew, Matthew Crouch, said something to me one time. I was with him on TBN, and he said, Tonight, it was me and a couple other ministers. He says, tonight we want to minister to the people. He says, don't talk about your books. Don't talk about your CDs. Don't talk about your website. He says, if you have something good to say to the people, they will find you out. They'll Google you. They'll search you. They'll find your website because you had something to say. And that changed my life forever. I should have a word, a word in due season for people. Not not with the attitude, well, what can I get out of it? And this is what God is saying, that so many ministers have fallen in to the lies of the enemy. I'll, I'll only go if I get myself a good offering. You know, a lot of people don't even take bookings no more unless they get, you know, $5,000, $10,000. No, I understand there's expenses. I understand all that. And God, you know, if that's what you need to do, but you got to make sure that your heart is for the people first. And let me finish with this. <clears throat> this should be our motives. More meetings, we should book more meetings to get more word out. Did you get that? Lord, give me more opportunities to preach so I can get your word out. Number two, our partner letters should be to meet the people's needs. That's what our partner's letter should be about. Meeting the people's needs. And number three, more money. Number one, to promote the gospel. And number two, so we can enjoy the gospel. Yep, I said it. Number one, to preach the gospel. Number two, so I can enjoy life. Jesus said he came to give me the abundant life. Lord, give me money so I can enjoy my life better. Being broke is not good. Being rich is better. And your last thought, the Spirit also said that I want to take my people to higher grounds. I believe this is our time to trust God like never before. Hey, listen, I'm praying for you. I want to encourage you. Stay in God. Stay in the Word. Stay in faith. Your future's